So I've got a, a poet on the phone with me at the moment, and this is a guy that I've known for quite a number of years now. Um, I've seen him perform, and I've actually even got on my bookshelf uh, a couple of his previous anthologies. The first was titled There and Back to See How Far It Is, um, a collection of works really inspired by the fact that he grew up down south and then returned back to the East Riding a little bit later in life. And then, second anthology, We Are Not All Blessed with a Hat-Shaped Head. Matt actually joined me in the studio for a pre-drinks podcast a couple of years ago to help launch this book. Um, so, oh, I've just given the name away. I was trying to keep it to the end. But here we are. Matt Nicholson, welcome to A Hull Is This Podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that, that was a long pause. <laughs> I'm glad you're still there after that long, <laughs> rambling introduction. So, Matt... Um, like, well, that's technology for you. Like many others, um, you were due to launch a book, weren't you, in the next week or so, and um, no doubt that has had to be put off. So it's really lovely, actually, to yeah. catch up with you on, on the telephone. Tell me, uh, what's, the, what's the title Hi. of your, your latest collection? And the new book is called Small Havocs. Not Haddocks, but Havocs, H-A-V-O-C-S. <laughs> Okay. Um, and it's really a, a collection of um, poems about the, the the challenges and dreams and hopes and, and disasters that make up normal life when everything's normal. Yeah, like it is right at this moment. <laughs> so, yeah, um, obviously, I've been hoping to catch up with you know authors, local poets, and the like. Uh, you're you're actually the first of the interviews I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks, few months, um, just to to help you and others to you know to promote your work but also actually to give us um you know as people that are stuck at home i'm not actually self-isolating but i'm just taking that guidance to do a bit of home working uh, being a freelancer i'm able to stay at home i've set up this little recording studio um, in the corner of my living room and actually i've actually got two uh, cushions nailed to the wall um, just to do a bit of that sound dampening so it's a, a bit bizarre. I'm just sort of getting used to it. It feels a little bit echoey still to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, Matt, I've asked you to choose um, a couple of poems from your next collection. I say I was hoping this might be a little bit of light relief, but with the title like Small Havocs, not too sure. <laughs> Even so, you know, you, you, you've chosen a couple. Perhaps, you know, give me a little introduction to the first one you're going to read. How did it come about? Well, the first one was written um, in the summer um, for the uh, High Wolds Festival um, that took place uh, in one of the villages on, on the Wolds, um, and it was written for their anthology. Um, and it was uh, written about the the East Yorkshireness of being from East Yorkshire. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, this isn't too um, down in the mouth for you. This is called uh, East Yorkshire Qualia, and they've pushed to explain this feeling the holderness of his bones. He will describe a vision of the South's robotic monsters halted at the confluence, where the ooze wrestles with the humber flow, unable to fathom the flatness that unfolds under thankless sky. He will talk of Vikings too, lost in the half-spit mist, of some muffled culture where the hull and humber kiss, and of place names that make the children laugh, though why they do not know and of the righteous rolling Yorkshire wolves where the ancients buried hearts. 
Yeah, gosh, gosh, gosh. So you actually live in the East Riding, don't you? You're not a city dweller like me. I'm um, just a few miles beyond the boundaries, yeah. So, I mean, you're talking there about the, the flatness of the, the Hull landscape. I used to live in the wilds yeah. of West Wales before I moved to Hull in 1994. Right. So I was surrounded by, not mountains, Not it wasn't North Wales, it was West Wales. So the mountains, the hills around us, very much like the wolds. And what struck me when I first came to the city was the flatness of Hull and the surrounding mm. areas. And I always used to say to my sort of friends and colleagues that um, the architecture of Hull and perhaps of some of the churches um, in those orbital villages, great sort of sweeping spires that they have pointing up into the sky. It, it's So the imagery in your poem there, um, is that striking you too then, the, the flatness of the landscape and... Um, are you a man of the hills or a man of the flats? Well, I've, I've always um, well, I was born born in Hull, born well, born in Beverly Westwood in the hospital, and um, I've always lived around here until the age of nine, and then we moved away um, down down to the rolling Chilton Hills, um, which are a little higher than they are around here, but they're, they're pretty tame compared with most of the rest of the country as well. So um, I think probably gently undulating rather than mountain is more my thing. So I think um, the flatness of, of the Holderness uh, clay plains really are, are quite stunning to me. But I do, I do like to, you know, stretch the old calf muscles when I walk up a hill. <laughs> and the uh, the sort of the talk of the ooze, uh, the Humber, uh, the River Hull is sort of implied in the poem. Do you find mm. is water uh, the water's edge? Is that a big inspiration to you? Yeah, I think I think there's something I've written about it several times before in previous things. Um, I, um, I think there's a lot to be said for living close to water or having water within easy reach. I think it it sort of ironically it grounds you in a way. Um, it's it's something that you can't. It, it's not possible to fathom. It's not possible to to define exactly. Which is why I think poets keep trying. Um, I think the way the way water affects you when you're just staring out over an expanse of uh, whether it be rippling or, or rolling or crashing waves, it doesn't really matter. It's still a power, a force that's hard to put your finger on, and I find it very very soothing. Yeah, absolutely. I like that that thing you just said about water not having a boundary. Uh, where we, we live in a yeah. sort of tidal estuary. I mean, where would you? I mean, you've got the high water mark, you've got the low water mark, but even that changes day by day. I like that. Yeah, obviously. Well, it does, and it does, and, and the way the the salt and the the salt water and the and the fresh water mix. I've been reading about that recently, about the sort of point where the the brackish water sinks to the bottom and goes underneath, and the fresh water goes over the top, and the two stay separate, albeit one above the other, um, which I find fascinating. I don't know why. I think that's maybe how human beings interact as well. So, what of these uh, names of Yorkshire villages that children might laugh at? What's in your mind there? Well, I mean, well, I, there's there's plenty, but I mean, obviously, Wetwang and and um, you know other other places of, of, of sort of historical um, origin uh, usually have some kind of toiletry or, or <laughs> anatomically amusing puns about them, don't they? Around here, so. <laughs> they do. Uh, the Melton Bottom and stuff like that are, are things that. Uh, you know, I remember as a kid driving along and seeing some road signs around here and, and having a little snigger to myself. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so you've got a second poem for us. I have. This this one's a little bit different. This one's a bit more 
indoorsy. This is a, a poem um, about something about home. And for me, this book's got quite a lot of stuff about home in it. And as much as home is a place for familiar and safe things, um, and I think at the moment we're all kind of refinding our homes again and working from our homes again and, and spending more time in them. But this is, this is one called Warmth. She puts her hand on the radiator every time she passes by. I hear it from all the way upstairs. When her wedding ring taps against the glossed metal, the sound of it makes me smile. She is never really cold. Not really. She just fears that one day she might be. And she is not prepared for that. Who is she? Again, I apologise. It's not the happiest thing in the world. I think um, it, it's the kind of mother figure. I don't know if it's my mum. I do remember her tapping a, a wedding ring on the, on the radiator perhaps once in my life. But uh, I just like the idea of that moment being a connection with somebody else in the house and it being via the heating system. So it's all about warmth and, and interaction and, and all that kind of stuff. It's just a, a moment of uh, safety and warmth in a, in a home environment, really, is what I was going for with that. So a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of time in their houses, in their homes over the next few months. Mm. Um, have you um, got a pencil sharpened? Are you going to be scribbling a lot more poems? Or have you got a, a sort of uh, a, a, a shelf full of books that you've never been able to read and you're going to devote your time to that if you get stuck in your home, of course? Well, I, I, I am stuck in the home already because I've got a, a, an underlying heart condition, so I'm, I'm supposed to be staying in as much as possible. Um, already so um, I have sort of started planning to try and write some bits and pieces a lot of people are doing online workshops and things so I've signed up for a couple of those I have got a pile of books as high as as high as high um, those churches you were talking about earlier <laughs> to read I think with having just finished the book and having it just come out before all the uh, surrealness started to happen I, I was kind of in a sort of holiday hiatus sort of mood so I'm going to have to gear up and start writing again. I have, haven't really written much for the last couple of weeks. I've been pretty much preparing um, live performance type stuff, ready to go to all the gigs I had before they all got cancelled. So, yeah. um, yes, I think I will be writing more over the next few weeks. And uh, I do I do still manage to get out for a little clandestine walk with my hood up so no one can see me. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. So do you sort of look forward even to perhaps, you know, this this time of being in your house with no other distractions when you've actually got the excuse to sit there at your desk and write? Oh, I don't know about that. I think that might be a bit too far. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think, um, I, think I, I spend a lot of time sat at my desk as it is. I think um, we'll see. I think a lot of people's writing will take a turn, probably for the better and more introspectively. Um, when they spend more time where they can't go out and appreciate things outside, they might there'll be a lot more longing in people's poems in the next few weeks and months, I would think. Um, and I think it will have an effect on how people work. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, it could be a renaissance in, in, in literature and poetry, or it could, it could just take it in a completely direct, new direction. It'll certainly redefine us as people, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. So you've had lots and lots of you know, gigs cancelled. Uh, for the summer period. Yeah. Uh, are you going to take any of those online? Um... No, I, I, I have seen a lot of people are planning to do just that. I, I think if I'm honest with you, and uh, you know, I say this to you as a relatively old friend, um, I'm going to have a watch and, and see who does it well and who does it badly and <laughs> um, you know, try and learn what's the best method to do it. 
really, um, and, and see how it works. Because uh, I'm not the most te- technological person, so uh, I'm just going to keep a, a weather eye out and see how they get on. <laughs> Maybe the test has started with this conversation that the two of us are having. <laughs> Yes, well, we'll see. Hopefully, we've done all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Matt, just tell people how they can read more of your poetry. Um, It's available for purchase online, that sort of thing already, is it? Uh, Yeah, probably the best place, the best way to to get hold of anything, if you're interested, is to drop me a message via Twitter, uh, at Matt Poet Hull, and um, I'll reply to that message. Um, I've got PayPal, I've I've got envelopes, I believe the post offices are still open. But if not, I will be relaunching um, Small Havocs again once all the normality or as much normality as we've got has been returned. And uh, hopefully the poems won't go off or anything like that. So uh, they'll still be available when I relaunch it and hopefully in the autumn. Excellent. Been really lovely to catch up with you just for this sort of brief conversation, this little podcast we've done together. Do keep in touch. Stay safe. Stay well. And I'm sure we'll, we'll chat again sometime soon. Thanks ever so much, Jerome. You take care. You're very welcome.